Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of the Influential CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Rasky. So I'm super pumped and excited to share this week's episode with you because it's actually the recording of a talk that I did for the Real and Raw Empowerment Virtual Event. And it's my talk that I gave, and it's just so good uh, at explaining boundaries and how to hold the boundaries, create your boundaries, how boundaries work, um, that I was just like, you know what, this is just such great value. I want to share it with my amazing influential universe in podcast, our podcast land, uh, and just bring you this value of, of what it's like to really understand more deeply what boundaries are and how to utilize them in your ecosystem, in your world, and most importantly, in your relationship with yourself. So enjoy this one. And, you know, just like last week being me just directly sharing some insights, let me know how you like this as a value add to the podcast. You know, it's a little different from what we normally do. And, you know, some of these trainings are just absolutely invaluable. And I and love the opportunity to pour into others in this way. And so I just wanted to share it with you. Now, of course, something like this, this was a virtual event. However, if you want to experience this at a much more powerful and deep level, join us in November at our next influential event. It is our Influential Freedom Summit, November 10th and 11th, Veterans Day, of course, for our Freedom Summit. Ooh. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Influential CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Rasky. So I'm super pumped and excited to share this week's episode with you because it's actually the recording of a talk that I did for the Real and Raw Empowerment Virtual Event. 
and it's my talk that I gave, and it's just so good uh, at explaining boundaries and how to hold the boundaries, create your boundaries, how boundaries work. Um, that I was just like, you know what, this is just such great value. I want to share it with my amazing influential universe in podcast, our podcast land, uh, and just bring you this value of, of what it's like to really understand more deeply what boundaries are and how to utilize them in your ecosystem, in your world, and most importantly, in your relationship with yourself. So enjoy this one. And, you know, just like last week being me just directly sharing some insights, let me know how you like this as a value add to the podcast. You know, it's a little different from what we normally do. And, you know, some of these trainings are just absolutely invaluable. And I am love the opportunity to pour into others in this way. And so I just wanted to share it with you. Now, of course, Something like this, this was a virtual event. However, if you want to experience this at a much more powerful and deep level, join us in November at our next influential event. It is our Influential Freedom Summit, November 10th and 11th, Veterans Day, of course, for our Freedom Summit. Join us and go to beinfluential.com slash summit to get your tickets to attend our event. This, we do our quarterly events. This is going to be our biggest one to date. And it is absolutely a must attend if you really want to experience the influential ecosystem and experience that transformation and deep dive into scaling yourself, your lifestyle, your leadership, and your legacy very quickly by stepping into being the best you you can be. So I would love to see you there. Make sure you grab your tickets because we have a limited amount of spaces because we like to keep it intimate and allow people all the opportunity to connect more deeply with all of the experts, the diverse range of experts we will have on our stage here in November. So be sure to grab your tickets to join us. And of course, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite platform if you enjoy this and all of our other episodes. All right. I won't see you again until the next episode. Enjoy the talk. And remember, as always, you are enough. I'll see you in the next episode. Welcome to the Influential CEO Podcast, where we talk about all things high performance inner work and mindset, because we must be able to lead ourselves in order to lead a revolution and experience the freedom we desire. It's so easy as a, as a, recovering type A control freak, high performer as I am, that it's so easy to focus on the action and the strategy externally when building our businesses and being so purpose-driven and impact-focused that we forget that really 80% of our success comes from this, our inner work, who we are being. It starts with us. We are the foundation to everything that we're able to create in the world. But I, that was not the case for me the bulk of my life. 
I learned very, very, very early in life to wear the mask of who I should be. In fact, I go back in, you know, my trauma recovery journey, my addiction recovery journey. And my very first addiction was people pleasing was the external validation of what I thought love was. And so I was addicted to play wearing that mask and playing that role. And I learned over my entire lifetime that me being myself was not okay. Being, I was too much, too loud, too whatever. And everyone was always constantly reinforcing this story of, of dimming my light. Well, that happens long enough and we learn to start to do it to ourselves. So now I start basically self-editing in a way that I am constantly dimming my light and always rejecting myself and my truth. So I, I got, I was deployed to Iraq in 2003, got hurt. So I was medically discharged and out in 2004, went to college, got re recruited as a pharmaceutical chemist. And over those 10 years after I got out, it was just this progressive downward spiral of all this old unhealthy coping. Cause I learned very early in life is avoid, avoid, avoid. So my family, the generational patterns are numbing out with food, with alcohol. And then as I got older, I learned, hey, there's other things like drugs and work and <laughs> social media and television. Even at my worst, self-harm, just anything to change how I was feeling in the moment because I had no toolkit to handle what was happening inside. I had no skill set whatsoever. So I just avoided it. People please focus on everybody else. And ultimately, my rock bottom moment happens at the end of 2014. And this was a lifetime of giving my power away, giving my power away, worrying about what everybody else thought, what everybody else wanted me to be, doing what I thought would make other people happy, what I thought would win approval or appreciation and get them to like me because I was so afraid of rejection, hurt, and abandonment because that was the story of my whole life. And underneath all of it, I knew without a doubt I was not enough. I was not enough as I was. And so I had this one night at the end of 2014 as my marriage is falling apart. My health is in shambles. I weigh twice as much as I do now. I'm on this plethora of medications, all these antipsychotics and antidepressants and anti-anxieties and pain and autoimmune and thyroid and like all of this shit. And I'd lost my corporate career at this point because I was so lost and unhealthy. And I'm standing in my kitchen, just pulling food from the cabinet, shoving it in my face, chasing it with a bottle of booze, bawling my eyes out when I ask myself, what the hell am I doing? And for the first time in well over a decade, I actually received the answer. And what I heard was, Oh, honey, you're trying to make yourself look as ugly on the outside as you feel on the inside because you hate yourself. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> that sucks. And then it was followed by, oh, and yeah, you made this. It's your choices. So it was this beautiful bitch slap from spirit <laughs> and a whole lot of personal accountability all in one moment. And I will tell you that was the last time I was suicidal. 
Because it, at that point is what's the point? I have nothing left. You know, my husband's about to leave me. I've already lost my job. I'm at the unhealthiest I've ever been. And I'm absolutely miserable. Thankfully, I'm so type A that I actually passed out before I got the perfect plan. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I woke up the next day and was like, oh, wow, that's a whole lot of humble pie that I just ate and a big reality check. And I'm so grateful because it inspired me to the, make the changes I needed to make. And so I went to my trauma therapist the next day and was like, I am totally done. I am throwing in the towel. And she's like, with what? I said, I'm done trying to control anything other than myself. That is when I discovered boundaries. <laughs> I discovered boundaries because at the end of the day, boundaries are not what most people think. And a lot of the amazing coaches sharing tonight have learned the power of boundaries because boundaries are not about those external relationships. All of those external relationships are simply a mirror reflection of the only relationship that matters. And it's the one with ourselves. The one with yourself and obviously your higher power are the real root relationships. And the boundaries are really about what we will and will not allow in our bubble. Because that's all we can control. That's all we are responsible for, which is we are only responsible for what we can control. And it's our responsibility to let go of all the shit that is not ours. And I don't know about you, but I know how easy it is to focus time, energy, attention, money, everything else on all the shit that's really not ours. Anybody who's ever been married, anybody who's ever been in a long-term relationship, right? We're just like, God, if they would just listen to me. <laughs> anybody who's ever been a parent, we know, God, just, just do what I'm telling you. Just please stop, right? Like if they would just do all of that, how e much easier things would be if we could can just control the other people, right? But we can't. We can't. And so what I had to start learning how to do was consistently check in with what is actually mine. Because there's a lot of really subtle sabotage when it comes to what really, what is our responsibility and what's not. And then at the end of the day, it's just managing our bubble. And it's what happens inside of our bubble, our responsibility within our control, what we do, what we say what we think, what we feel, how we respect <clears throat> our vision, our intentions, our goals, how we respect and honor our bodies, what we do with it, right? And most importantly, what we say to ourselves. And I didn't understand respect because I was never taught what respect was. I didn't understand that that is the most important boundary that we can have. And this is so vital for leaders, for business owners, especially because at the end of the day, everything that we're doing is in service of that vision, that mission, that purpose we're called to, 
create in the world, whatever that is. But we've got to be able to respect that enough to do the things we need to do for that to become our reality. And when we don't respect it, right, we get caught in those traps of what we were talking about earlier, like the fear, how easy it is for the fear or the emotion or the beliefs, the bullshit beliefs that many of us have, like not enough, not worthy, not deserving, all of those things to get in the way. So when we're able to take that step back and say, okay, even if the only boundary I have in my entire world is just that one of no disrespect, everything changes. And that's what I had to lean into. I had to start learning how to do that one simple thing because respect, self-respect is the highest form of self-love. And when we're in a very dark place, which is where I was, and it's easy to go into because I don't mind playing in the depths of my soul. I'm not afraid to go there. However, it's easy for that to kind of pull me away from my primary focus. I had to learn how to respect myself because I didn't know how to love myself at all. It was the one relationship I didn't even know I needed to work on. And at the end of the day, that's the most amazing thing about what we're doing in the world. Each and every one of us, we're in the relationship business. We're in the relationship, the business of relationship with ourselves, with our clients, with our partners and our family, with our teams. Everything that we're doing requires relationships. And so it's the most important skills that you can learn to be successful is the ability to not only be in relationship, but do it in a very healthy way because you have boundaries. Boundaries are what keep you from overstepping and trying to do those things that are not your job or not your lane or not your role because it's actually outside your control. It makes you a better leader because now you know how to not only respect yourself and manage <clears throat> and create safe space for your team members or your clients, but you're, you become a better communicator because not only do you respect yourself, you're able to extend that respect to others. So whether you're communicating to your partner or your kids or you're somebody on your team, you're going to be better because you understand and identify and know what's yours and what's not yours. And for me, being that massive recovering people, people pleaser, I thought I had the most amazing cosmic power in an itty bitty living space. But I digress. <laughs> Aladdin joke. Um, but all of the cosmic power that I could affect other people's emotions. And so I say, how many times have you said, well, you know, I just don't want to make them feel bad. As if somehow you have control over how somebody else feels. You don't. If, some, if someone else gets triggered by something you say, that's their shit, not yours. So 
we're going to talk about what boundaries, how to create your boundaries, what those boundaries look like, and how to hold to your boundaries. Because this is super, super, super vital and super important for our success moving forward. This is one of these key skill sets that will set you up for success in implementing. That's what I get for eating dinner. In implementing all of the amazing tools, tips, techniques, and strategies you've learned this entire event is It's going to be your ability to focus on what you have control over, holding to your boundaries. So what is, for any of you who have boundaries, what is your favorite boundary? Can you articulate what that boundary is? And for some people, it's as simple as just no, like no is my favorite boundary. (laughs) For me, Stacey, it's time, especially in the virtual world now over the past couple of years, Zoom call, Zoom call, Zoom call. Uh, I have a boundary of five minutes. If you're not on that call, my ass is out of that room and you're going to get a a message just saying, hey, we had a call. Hope everything's okay. But that's it. I'm I'm out. And you got to go back to my calendar and get another one. That has been my favorite one that I've implemented because I finally learned to honor myself. You have learned to respect your time and the boundary is, you know, what you will and will not allow in your bubble. And you're like, nope, I will not allow myself to be disrespected, my time to be disrespected. So that means being on time. Five minutes. Oh, well, you are respecting your time. Fabulous. I love it. Good job. That's been a tough one for me to learn <clears throat> that recovering people, please. <laughs> my, my boundary is, um, being honest. I realized that omission as well as direct lying, um, is ultimately me not facing my truth. So my boundary has everything to do with me and not other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it being just happens to affect honest. everyone else when I do. Yeah, right. Because you respect yourself enough to say, "I'm, I'm going to be honest with myself, radically honest." Because, right, the biggest mask we wear is the one with ourselves. We are great at lying to ourselves. <laughs> we are great at lying to it. Yes, I'm good. Right when we're totally a fucking disaster inside. <laughs> No, I do not have my shit yet. No, I've got it under control. <laughs> and it is a habit. It's it's a very big habit to to break. I think we we get really good at softening our reality because we don't want to be in that level of ownership of who we are actually being. And I know that was a big one for me. I was chronic. Uh, I was a chronic liar. And it was just colorfully massaging the truth to support whatever outcome I wanted, which was really manipulation, which is really trying to control other people. (laughs) And, And remember too, you know, all of these control issues that we have come about because we lack boundaries. 
the biggest, when we're lacking boundaries, we make the walls instead. And the control issues are one of those walls. So we're talking about the perfection, the procrastination, the expectations, um, the hustle, right? Being in this extreme level of action to over control the result or the outcome. So that hustle turns into a control issue. Givers, any, any, any givers in the room, right? If we give and yet are unwilling to receive, that giving now becomes a control issue. <clears throat> That's a tough one. That was a tough one. I'm like, I love giving and doing for everyone. And then if somebody's like, oh, let me help you. I'm like, no, 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 no. I got it. Right? No, now I'm being a cock blocker to somebody else's giving. Like, who am I to do that? That's not cool. <laughs> right? It is all of the control. Where rather than really being in control of myself, I am attempting to control all these things externally. And what that was coming from was this, I lacked internal safety. And that's what boundaries create. They create internal safety that lead to that confidence, that lead to that consistency, that lead to that clarity and knowing of who you are and where you're going and what you want to create in the world. I didn't have any of that. I didn't feel safe internally. So that control was my attempt to feel safe and in control when inside I was out of control because I'm giving all of my power away to stuff that I really have no control over. So learning how, and, and, Almost every one of these examples will be able to turn into some aspect around respect. So anybody else have any other boundaries that they would like to highlight that they're getting really yeah, I, good I, about? I hate to be cliche, but mine are the same. I, I realized it a long time ago, time and money, not based on time is money, but time and money together. I had a, a guy who when I was getting a divorce in Charleston, he brought home TV and said, Hey, by the way, like you only have to pay half. And I, and I thought to myself, so do I take that? Do I cut that thing with a chainsaw when I leave and bring the other half with me? But I, I realized at that particular moment, and that was in uh, 2010, that that was a hot button for me was like, Hey, hey I'm going to spend some of your money. Imagine now that was a timeshare or something else, but how that could grow. So that was something that was a big weapon for me. It weaponized my, my mindset at that point. Well, and, and in that situation, you were not taken into consideration. Therefore your input or, um, choices are not being respected. How you choose to use and invest your money or how, what you want to do is, right? None of that's being respected. And so we can see those situations where, wow, someone's clearly not respecting a boundary. And so, yeah, you know, you felt that trigger of like, whoa, right? So we know when we're kind of getting steamrolled in a situation. So that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's true. I remember even I had a call with you and somebody just wouldn't stop talking and we were already done. We expressed the message and I, and I, texting you going, hey, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. 
and you're like boundaries. I love that about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like boundaries, my friend. <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> so I, learned I always that, say it with love. I'm just like, I'm married. I learned I from that particular text message that you sent me that when the wire's happening, I'm hanging out, no matter who's talking. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I accidentally, <laughs> I got to go. Bye. But see, then, and and apologies, right? There's yeah. no need to ever apologize for holding to boundaries. Oh, we're at our time. Cool. Been so awesome. Have a good one. We can keep this conversation going later. Talk to you yeah. soon. Bye. Boop. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, and, and then over time, we learn to reinforce. Okay, just remember, hey, just to honor our time, we've only got 30 minutes, so... And then I kind of preface it like that. I give people that pre-warning, like, oh, by the way, I hold to my boundaries with time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing right? that. You're welcome. Um, so no disrespect. Why do I say it like that? Right. We're in this beautiful realm of positivity and manifestation and all the things we focus on, what we want not what we don't want. So why are we doing it as a negative? Because we know no is one of the best boundaries that we have at any point. Because the simplicity of it is, again, and I mean, it is this simple, is you stick your hands out and around you and that is your bubble, right? Literally, you are in control of what is inside of that. Everything outside of that is not yours. You cannot control other people. And so I see this mistake happen a lot is like, we feel disrespected. And so the response is, you're not going to talk to me like that. That's not holding to a boundary. That's trying to control somebody else's behavior. <laughs> Just an FYI. <laughs> so I can say, hey, all right, feeling disrespected here. Uh, I honor my time. What you do with yours, that's on you. However... I respect my time. So like, we're not having this meeting now rather than me, you know, or, or if somebody's saying something like this is getting heated, uh, and feeling a bit disrespected. So I'm going to bounce out of this conversation. We can finish it later when we cool off, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not saying you anything I'm saying, Hey, this is, uh, this is my line in the sand and I am conveying what I will and will not allow in my bubble. But it requires all of this work we've been talking about through this whole event, right? All of these layers in which we have to be willing to get to know ourselves, have this dialogue with ourselves to say what I will and will not actually allow in my bubble. The nice thing about respect is that to me, in my mind, seems just a birthright. It is that simple that everyone on the planet, if they were in a state of self-ownership of, hey, I'm just no disrespect in my bubble, that if they're respecting themselves and focusing on what they actually have control over, how much better would this world be rather than all these people trying to control or influence everybody else? And so this is literally our way in which we can stand up in the world and actually make it a better place and create change by simply being in a place of I'm in control of me and I am not trying to control anybody else. But the respect is so simple because it is, it's like, nope, 
I'm respecting my time, my energy, my thoughts, my wisdom, my emotions, my money, my vision, my goals, my actions. I respect what I'm creating, who I'm being, what I'm learning, who I'm choosing to connect with, right? It's just this beautiful cascade that happens. And when we really peel back the layers of when we get in our own way and we sabotage, it's as simple as where are you not respecting yourself, your time, your energy, your emotions, your goals, your thoughts, right? Like it's always going to boil down to somewhere we're not respecting ourselves. And it seems so simple, but that is the number one most important boundary we can have. It's the gatekeeper boundary. Everything else happens after that. I mean, think about it. If someone is as simple as holding to the boundary of respect, they're definitely not. They're going to be way less inclined to be, mm, I don't know, dumping on you, one-sided relationships, you know, all of those toxic things, you know, whether it's the negative energy, the toxic energy, if people are just holding the basic of respect, it's amazing how many problems get solved because we no longer allow the drama in our space. But the biggest piece is that we respect that ourselves. When I said no disrespect, Oh, that was tough having to be in ownership of the conversations I was having with myself. Anybody else kind of disrespectful on the self-talk? <laughs> right? When we bring awareness to that boundary, all of a sudden we start creating our own little red flags. Where we're like, oh, whoa, all right, going down that train. And it's enough of a catch for us to then start using some other tools to make the shift, whether it's just changing the train of thought or training, changing the conversation with ourselves or saying, oh, all right, I'm clearly feeling some type of way. Let me go use one of my release techniques over here or go do something different and give myself that check myself when it comes to, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to be disrespectful to me when we get up in the morning and I know I'm going to go to the gym and I'm just like, ah, right. Nope. Of course we can always say, oh, I'm just going to sleep in. Right. Well, just this one time. Right. No, that's disrespecting my goals, my business, my team, my body, all of that beautiful cascade for the whole day requires me to be in just high energy and feel good. And I may not like exercising, but I love how I feel after. And so I focus on that feeling. I respect that feeling enough to get my ass up and go to the gym and do the stuff that I don't like to do because I love the result. <laughs> I don't necessarily like the doing. <laughs> but the reason this is also a gatekeeper boundary is the further people move into your world, we add more boundaries. And this is important, right? I think we, we meet people and it's just fast friends and we're like super transparent and vulnerable, right? Like we all love Brene Brown. We want to be more vulnerable and emotionally available in our lives. 
However, people need to earn that right to access those parts of us. It's not for everyone. We, we don't give the, the, the lock and key to the safe to just anybody, right? They don't get access. You've got to earn it. And it's the same thing with the boundaries that when people come into your world, if they actually honor that boundary of no disrespect, that's, that's at the handshake level, right? That's that gatekeeper. Then they can start earning their way in closer. And the closer they get, the more boundaries we have. So my intimate layer, my shoulder is my intimate layer. That's the only person there is my husband. Now there's a few people right outside that. Like I have a few very close confidants, you know, and, and people in my deep inner circle, but like my husband's the closest intimate and he has the most boundaries. And so many of us get into relationship and we forget that we forget that we have to have the most safety with the people who have the most access. They have to earn that right to prove that it's safe for them to have access to that much of you, the real you without protection. So they need all of those boundaries to be honored and respected. So Jeff, my husband, not only does he have to respect my acquaintance layer, right? The outer layer boundaries of no disrespect. And for me, it's also no negative energy, right? Like I just, I don't have time for the negative. No, then earning the way into like the friends and family layer where there's things like no dishonesty. Cause I grew up with a lot of liars, especially myself. Cause I wore the mask of who I should be. So let me pretend who I'm going to be at the school for this couple of months. Right. <laughs> but no dishonesty and no one-sided relationships. Cause you know, I was that giver and that people pleaser. And so to make it all the way into the inner circle, the intimate layer boundaries where I have no avoidance and no disconnect, no disconnection. And so he's earned that right to be in there because he honors every single one of those boundaries. He respects every single one of those boundaries, but that's the, he had to go all the way back to the outside when I discovered boundaries. And so I think that's important for the, the people who are beginning to make those changes and, and add boundaries in their life that a lot of our relationships are going to have to have a, a reset button where people have to relearn how to be in relationship with you. But the most important relationship is the one with ourselves. And every single one of those boundaries, I have to respect it first. Because I'll tell you every single one of those I need in my relationship with myself. I need to not disrespect me, right? Um, it's easy to be negative or toxic, right? Just again, think about the way we talk to ourselves. It's very easy to be dishonest, right? Again, we wear that mask. We can, we can have that sort of adjusted honesty or dishonesty. <laughs> like we are great at lying to ourselves. Um, one-sided relationships, 
think about how one-sided we are. We are happy and love ourselves when we're winning. And when shit gets hard, oh my God, I fucking suck. Right. Oh, I doubt I can do it. I feel like an imposter, right? Like all the stuff. And that's the time we don't like ourselves. It can be very one-sided. How many times do we only give ourselves self-care when we're winning? And we don't even realize we're going through a self-punishment cycle because I'm, you know, we're being bad right now. We're not winning. We're not doing the things. So we're going to love ourselves less so that no one-sided relationships is important for me in that relationship to self. And same thing, disconnect and avoidance, right? Those were big boundaries for me because that's what I did. I would disconnect from me and just check out. And every one of those unhealthy coping habits that I had were all methods of avoidance of myself, my thoughts, my feelings, my truth, my power. And as I learned to honor and respect each of those, my relationship with myself changed, which meant my relationship with my husband changed and my son and my team and my clients. And what's beautiful is over time, my whole network of people changed. I would not be here doing this with you. I would not know these amazing people, so many of whom I am deeply, deeply connected with as in friendship and, and mentorship and peers and clients and all of that had I not been willing to do this work to learn how to successfully be in relationship with myself. And that's the power and magic of boundaries. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.